Oh, it's right there. I like it. You can see everything. That's me screaming. Too much metal. Oh. Yeah. I always explain it. I should have explained it. But it feels more normal on the other side because I'm used to looking in a mirror than my own. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I don't like it because people are looking at the screen yeah, right now mirror. and it doesn't even say what it's supposed to be. Oh, it's like. Yeah. You can. Yeah, so it makes no sense at all. language. It makes no sense at all. Anyways, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Muse Me TV, episode 80. God damn, wow. we're grinding to this Dude, week. Dude, you're killing it. Thank you so much. Killing it. Uh, today in the studio, we actually have Carla. Hi. Carla Vasquez in the studio, everybody. You said my last name right, because you're Mexican, probably. Yes. Is yeah. that is that a bad thing? Nobody says it right? Yeah, nobody says it right. It's uh, it's easy. It's an easier last name, uh, Vasquez. Sounds like it'd be harder. It's like... Instead of saying vase, you say vase, you know, like tomato, tomato. Yeah. So kissing a vase. Ah, okay. Vasquez. But people say Vasquez or Vasquetti. I don't know. And I noticed that you only have one Z in it. There are some people Mm -hmm. that spell it with two Zs. You can spell it two Zs, two Ss, S and a Z or a Z and an S. Interchangeable. And is there, that's just how your, your last name is? Yeah, it's like... I think the Kez means of something. I think we're from Vasco, Spain. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. My sister studied this stuff and she knows more and she'd be like, that's wrong. Um, she just gave you some little insight. But yeah. It. Yeah. We're like Mexican, but um, like through Spain, through Mexico and whatever. That's why it looks so white. More Spanish. More Spanish. Yeah. I'm like 100% Mexican, but like mixed with like other stuff that's not white. <laughs> Like whatever else came into play. Yeah, maybe some Lebanese or some French. Uh, a lot of Basque, like from Basque province. What the fuck? My grandma's last name originally was Urias, um, which is a very Basque last name. And now they're known to be like terrorists of Spain, but it's not true. They're just trying to like fight for their rights and uh, be seen because they're trying to stomp them down. Anyway, history of the Basque province. Look it up. And that's learning about her last name, everybody. That's just about that. <laughs> Lopez is kind of stupid. I think it's like Lone Wolf or something. That That's like, sweet. No, it isn't. That sounds dumb. That sounds like some native guy gave it to me. And they're like, hey, bro, your name is Lone no. Wolf. It's a Mexican metal band somewhere. Ah, call back to cause to become. A-K-T-B. That I like la- the K part about it. That last song that you heard, it was actually stuff from my band. Mm. That was us. Are you, wait, are you currently in that band? Because I know you were in one. Uh, no, uh, we broke up and stuff because, uh, like, we just grew apart. Like uh, I heard there was a passing away. Yeah. So rest in peace. But, but yes, that Before also. then, though, we just broke up because people were growing out of it. Like, uh, the drummer, he had his girlfriend. He's like, hey, I'm going to move in with my girlfriend. And my then son. we just had uh, the band separate a little bit. So uh, the other two, those are other two members inside of the Oh, they play music? They played in the band as well, too. Dennis was the <laughs> singer, and really? Alejandro was the bass player. I'm sorry. I'm perplexed, because Dennis can scream, or oh, did he, dude. like... Okay, this... I, I shouldn't be boasting too much, but he's actually pretty legit. Guys, like, If you know Dennis, it's He it's can impressive. scream. He can <laughs> scream like a beast, like... That's impressive. I guess I could, like, I could show you some videos of some old stuff, but... I would like that. 
No, you I do. well, <laughs> dude. I so I I I'm very eclectic with my music, but I I lived in Kansas weirdly enough for like six years of my life in my twenties. Okay. Um, and there was a weirdly large metal scene there, and nice. I dated a metal vocalist for like four or five years of that time. Um, so I would hang out in the metal scene a lot there, and saw so they opened up for some bigger bands and go on tour and stuff. So that was yeah. fun. Uh, but yeah, they're like more techie. Uh, now they still play together, but they're like doomy. But anyway, do you remember the band name? Yeah, they were the Cast Pattern. The Cast Pattern. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, there four of those members, or three of them are still together doing doom metal. Um, but yeah, they're pretty rad, actually. Is that what they call uh, themselves? Doom metal. Now they're doom metal. Before they were like techie, like botch or something, or like I don't know. Cast Pattern band. The Cast Pattern. They're on Spotify. Yeah, and this is like what happens when I put Cast. The pattern bands is just a bunch of rings popping. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I probably didn't. It's actually it. a cast pattern. Is like the blood spray after like somebody's like murdered, killed. Like it casts a pattern. So the pattern, uh, like it's a cast pattern of blood. Was, this is what they came up with. Oh no! Yeah, this is a cast. No, pattern. just put in the cast pattern. <laughs> you don't have to. Do- it's hilarious. I think that's better. I like that. I like that. Let's shop for rings now. That looks awesome. Are you a jewelry person? Um, oh, it's funny you ask. Uh, here and there, uh, my mom was super big into jewelry. Um, and she bling bling. Yeah, rest in peace, mama. But she split it up all her jewelry between me and my sister, so I have like nicer stuff. But my aunt is a jewelry maker, and so like even oh, this maker. bracelet she like made, which is Jasper. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I wear not a lot. I'm not the fanciest female if you can call me that i'm a super tomboy uh growing up and i don't know i mean i'll wear dresses and heels and like can dress up and i wear makeup here and there but uh yeah i don't know i wouldn't say i'm like gender fluid all the way but i I think i'm a human If, if this soul was born into a man's body i'd still probably be the same person the same person like it whatever that means Sexually and as a person, like I'd probably still be in the same stuff. I have a lot of guy friends too. Still do it, yeah. Yeah, and I have a, I have a lot more. I think guy interests, quote unquote, what's grow us growing up was deemed like guy interests were more of the things that appealed to me. So I, even my best friend today, Mario, shout out, he's probably watching maybe now. I'm in Caleb, but friends since like middle school or high school with these guys, and I still hang out with them here. I didn't go to high school here, but we all. Ended up here, but yeah, I just I don't know. I feel more comfortable around dudes. Nothing against women. I just it's just preference. I, yeah, I and I think and it's just the person too. Like I'm pretty it's sure this is the person too. I think I'm uh kind of I can be codependent and people pleasing, and I often feel like uh, women. <laughs> Hi, women. Hey, guys. Women can like you know uh, their emotions change more, and then puts me on edge, and I just want to please women as friends and maybe sexually. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Quick shout but, out! Quick hi shout guys, out! Food stamp gaming. Game. Thanks for joining. He just food stamp gaming. Yeah, he just said what's up. Uh, hi, you food want, stamp gaming. Uh, ask us any questions, anything. We're ask just here hanging anything. out. Anything. I'll blab forever. Yeah, we so got cut me off. Yeah, we got a couple of viewers on right now, so it's just it's cool. We're just hanging like out. Josh Fournier said he was gonna watch on the way back to Josh. the Riz. Josh, so if you're out there, Josh, hello. Gotta get down and yeah. play some metal, or you gotta come on here and play some John Mayer. I don't care what you want to do. He rips the John Mayer. It's crazy. Yeah, I've seen him. <laughs> seen some videos and stuff. Him doing. Yeah, he came in and jammed with uh, my friends and I. Uh, shout out to Mark and Bubba and Lydell and Melissa and Mario. We have semi band, but Josh came out one night and like ripped it on guitar on my friends like Gibson. It's awesome. Tdh, uh, get murked. Thank you for joining. He said, "What's up, y'all?" Hi. 
She just said what's up. Yeah, Mark. Thank you for joining. Uh, you play music. Yeah. You're uh, a sort musician. Of. Uh, fancy myself one, but we'll see. Um, no, I sing and I play acoustic guitar. I mean, I can play electric, but it's not. It's different. It's, it's for sure. It's the same. I honestly think I have to do. I remind <laughs> myself that I have to do less on electric. Like on acoustic, I'm trying to. Like, on acoustic, too, I have a problem with playing rhythm and the lead at the same time. Like, I do a lot of finger picking, but with, like, a pick sometimes. I don't know. My uncle told me I had, like, the most interesting strumming pattern because I'm kind of self-taught. But my whole family's musical, but I just kind of yeah, picked, picked it up it along up. the way and kind of just taught myself stuff. And so, and my hearing's weird, so I think I pick up different rhythms and just hear that and play that. But I sing, too. Um and I pretend can play like I have a cajon, you know what that is? I don't. It's a percussion instrument. My uncle makes them and they're like a wooden box. Um, it's a, like, I think it's Mexican. It's Spanish, it like something. It. It's a Latin instrument, but it's a box, which cajon is the word for box yeah. in Spanish. Okay. And so it's it. a, yeah. a box and you can like, yeah, if you can put it up. Um, my uncle actually put like snare strings from a snare drum in one side of it. And so when you hit every single, yeah, so every single surface has a different sound you yeah. can play every surface and it'll have a different sound like here will be like more bassy up here it'll be you know like, like more like a snare treble, or something yeah. you know um but those are fun to play i have one and we do some recording at my friend's house and i'll mess around um not great but it's fun you still can keep a beat right? yeah i can keep a beat and like harmonize with my friend as he sings so that's that's right. but yeah yeah how long have you been doing that for um i mean i grew up you know my Hey, Thank who's you. on here? We got five viewers just saying what's oh, up. Oh, hi, five viewers. Thanks for Thank being you. here. Thank you. <laughs> Hearing my nonsense. Uh, music, I mean, like I said, my dad's family is very musical. My dad and his brothers all sing and play guitar. And then my cousins all either sing or play an instrument. And we have like a family jam concert every summer and have it catered in like a stage. And like sound guy comes and it's like 250 people. Okay. It's wild. But it's family and family friends. And we like intermix, you know, I'll play with my sisters and then play with my you know cousins and like my nieces went last year and I sang with them uh shout out to my nieces anyway um but yeah so music itself like I was really shy growing up very shy and my sister sang with mariachi bands but I would kind of like practice in the background with them or want to sing uh really I think having high school musician friends uh like junior senior year they all played and we just kind of like jam here and there at the house and so I started picking up acoustic Quiet. I used to be the quietest singer, like whisper singing and not very good. And then I kind of gave it up for years in Kansas. I was around real musicians. I was like, I'm just faking. Like, I can't really, do? what am I going to do here? Uh. And then uh, I moved back to the Southwest <laughs> and just like was living alone in Tucson, got a guitar about like 26, 27 and just started playing. So I'm 33 now. So I guess what? Like seven years that I've been actually trying and here and there been more serious. But lately I play myself at home with with myself at home. I play yeah. at home but also I play like jam once a week. <laughs> yeah play with myself at home on my guitar um and yeah but then once a week I'll go with friends and jam and like just just do some stuff yeah we might play out soon at one point that'd be sick so That'll be fun. Got to hear some stuff that you do. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I'll I, I kind of do some stuff as well. I, I know you're like good, good though. You're like trained, good. Like I wish I was better, like, but I'm okay. I'm like, remember the scene in um in the Wedding Singer when Steve Buscemi, he's like the best man of some like wedding, and he's super drunk and oh he gets God, on stage yeah. and he grabs a guitar and he's just like. I'm gonna play a song. He's like, self taught, strum, strum. Thank you very much, pops. <laughs> like, I love my dad. Shout out to my dad. But 
also I was kind of like self-taught. So it's like when I see a real musician like yourself, I'm like, oh, this is this is real music. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's great. But I kind of learned the same way. Like I was just self-taught, you know, just read a lot of magazines and shit, practiced on my own. So I never really dedication. had a teacher or anything. So Real dedication. Just See, like, I don't have that dedication with music, I don't think. They do. You play already, so. I, yeah, you, but I'm you like. You do stuff most people can't do. But I'm a, I would say I'm a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Like, I know a little bit about a lot, but I don't know everything about one thing. You could be a master at anything. Probably, but then I just am like, okay, well, I kind of figured this out. I'm going to move on to the next thing. Like, I get ADD. With, I don't have ADD, so no offense to anybody who does. But <laughs> usually, people, yeah, usually people that say they don't kind of do. I, I'm more in, like, the anxiety <laughs> spectrum in that side. And just, like, my brain doesn't shut off, but not in an ADD way. But... She's always I get, working, guys. She's always working. I, my brain doesn't stop. I don't sleep. I got that woke syndrome, too. I'd be woke, like, on hell. Just insomnia. Right, never, um, <laughs> never sleeping. Lately, it's been better. But uh, what was I saying? But yeah, jack of all trades, master of none is kind of my thing. I just move on. And I move a lot, too, in life. Like, physically, I move. I'll be, like, somewhere two years and be like, cool, done, done that. Let's go to the next place. Time to go somewhere else. Nowhere interesting, though. Not yet. I, I mean, mean I don't Kansas and where else? <laughs> I mean, I grew so I grew up moving around because my dad was in the National Park Service for 42 years. Okay, shout out to him. Shout out Pops. He just retired like last year. So I to move up in the government just like military, you got to keep moving so and changing like, positions. I hear you. But like being that kind of person, do you think he knew Smokey the Bear? I mean, that'd be legit. Best friends. I know stories. Legit. Best legit. Friends. After a certain age, though, when he turns 19, don't people get upset that he can go buy cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, 21 now. All right. <laughs> it changed to 21. Anyways, uh, yeah. so <laughs> oh, you moved yeah. around a lot. Yeah, so like every two years I moved growing up, like I was born in Alamogordo, New Mexico, but I lived there two weeks. Shut up! <laughs> I lived in Alamogordo two weeks before we moved to Yosemite National Park. Moved to Joshua Tree, Big Bend, Sunset Crater, Grand Canyon, back to White Sands. And my dad kept moving. Then I followed him for a minute. And it was like, I've lived probably like 24 different places. And then I lived in like Tucson, Phoenix, El Paso here, Lawrence, Kansas, Topeka, Kansas. The most racist place in the world, Topeka, so what Kansas. Is, how many states? Three? Two? Uh, whatever Washington, D.C. is. Kansas. Virginia, Kansas. Texas. Texas. New Mexico, Arizona, Arizona, and California. California, damn. But I, uh, growing up, I mean, we went to Mexico a lot, and there, like, a period where I think me and my mom moved down there for, like, eight months or something when I was, like, a kid, but... Uh, vague and, memories, kind of? No, be, well, no, those are vague memories of living there, but uh, we went, until I was 18, we went down to Mexico, like, once or twice a year, oh, every sure. year. So yeah. we spent at least, some, like, a month in Mexico, like, in the summer, definitely went every New Year's, um, and then after my parents divorced, like, we kept going, but on the bus. Oh. Um, and I stopped going when I was, like, I think 18, and then my grandpa, after that, like, passed away, and so, I mean, his house is still there, and I have a lot of family still down there, but I just haven't been just since he passed. Yeah, I want to go. I need a passport now, though. But, yeah, I do, uh, I do speak the Spanish. Do you speak the language? I do. You do, too, though, right? Yeah. Hell, yeah. Did you grow up with both? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, my dad is Mexican, so he speaks nothing but Spanish. Uh, my mom is Hispanic, so she speaks Spanish and English, so when they met... He, uh, she only spoke Spanish to him, but she knew English as well. Mm -hmm. 
then I was born, and then I ended up learning English and Spanish. Yeah, but my dad never knew English. Well, I mean, he could kind of understand it, but he didn't like to speak it or anything. So I, that's how I learned Spanish. Right. Uh, then, immersed. yeah, then my brothers were born a little bit later, like 10 years after I was, gotcha. I have little brothers and they never learned any Spanish. Really? Yeah. But you're, so where's, not to delve too far, I get too personal, but where's your dad that he doesn't. Well, he was, he, they were, they were there, but they just never really taught them. Oh, so like so your even, dad was probably speaking more English at that time or they understood and just weren't speaking. Yeah, there you go. He, uh, my brothers can gotcha. understand it pretty well, but they yes. don't speak it that well either. But uh, my dad as well, too, can speak it very well. But he has such a broken accent that he hates talking it yeah. at all. So I'm just like, well, I have family like that, too. Yeah. Growing up, he's just like, I don't have to speak English at my house. This is my house. And that's true. I have family um, like my mom is from Mexico. Uh, was from Mexico and she didn't move here until she was like 21 pregnant with my oldest sister from my dad but like they had met in El Paso this whole thing and they got married because she was pregnant kind of and then had us but my mom didn't really speak English at that time she was taking classes but it was very broken English so I learned both growing up because my mom spoke and my dad spoke both uh, better English for sure but he's they're both my dad's Mexican but like border crossed his family in Texas and like my mom was from there but wait so you say when you say your dad's mexican he's from mexico yeah Where at? i'm pretty sure he said he was born in mexico city but grew up in tijuana oh dude mexico city is a dream i'd yeah. love to go there i never got to go there i went to tijuana when i was a little kid but i was so small i barely remember it i have pictures and stuff and that's how i remember it more but i don't remember actually like I got, I got a little kid running on the beach and shit like that. I was like, fuck, that's amazing. How do I not remember that shit? You only remember the donkeys? Yeah, I know, right? That's a shitty-ass <laughs> picture. This damn stupid picture with me with the sombrero and I'm on a donkey. Mm-hmm. Like, great. This is the only memory I have. That donkey probably had two jobs down there. I know, right? <laughs> Let's entertain little kids and women. Ah, uh, yeah. More guys. That's, that's, that's so bad. Sorry, I brought it up. so bad. Sorry, guys. Hi, I hope you're still watching. Yeah, we got got listening. You guys are Um, awesome. Yeah, and then your mom, you said, is Hispanic. She's from... Here. She's straight up from New Mexico. She's never left. Like, would she... Because when I... Albuquerque is like the one place where I feel like people are very... Not the one. I'm sure there's more. Where I've lived, that people are more sensitive about what... Because there's so many different... And it's beautiful. There's so many different people of different ethnicities. Yeah. And even within like the Latino community, it's like some people don't want to be called like Hispanic. They want to be called this. Or they only want to be called Spanish because their family settled first. So like, is your mom a Spanish I think my mom is more Hispanic. Gotcha. Because she wouldn't be wanting to be called Mexican. I know that. Oh, right. See, and I should probably say I'm Hispanic, but I say I'm Mexican because... I mean, grew up in national parks. It's like tiny way. ass places. And my mom raised us. So it was like little Mexico within a national park. And so that's I just, what, yeah, what yeah that's, knew that was my those. culture growing up, you know, and my dad's family is pretty Mexican too, even though they speak more English on that side. Yeah. And that's what I kind of felt weird too, is because my mom growing up with my mom, she is more Mexican because of my dad. Oh, but gotcha. going to her family, like my grandpa and stuff of mm. her family, they are so New Mexican, like so bad. New Mexican, yeah. whitewashed. Yeah, they they know Spanish, but it's so bastardized. They uh, <laughs> oh no, it's so bad. But that's the cool thing about what happened there. It's like, well, at least she met a real Mexican, and, right. and that's where I learned Spanish really good because. Going there, they fucking, everyone's like, wow, your Spanish actually sounds actually more proper and, you know, well-spoken right. and stuff. And that's because, like, well, it's real <laughs> Spanish. I'm not trying to make up stupid words dad. and shit like that. 
dad taught me because he couldn't speak otherwise. That's yeah. right, dude. But it was fun. I mean, uh, it was a good time. I mean, I ended up I ended up having a shitty childhood. It wasn't the best. But, I mean, I love what happened because I ended up turning into the person I am today. That part. You can't really. It is. Yeah, you can't really hate what happened. I like. feel like. And we're like in our 30s now. And I feel like especially at this age, it's starting to be about 30s? more. 30s? Me? 33. I'll be 34 on Monday. What's up? Uh, Shouting out to my own birthday. <laughs> Shout What's out. up? My birthday, guys. Hear um, it out. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But I think even more now, I can appreciate stuff like that of like, okay, yeah, in my 20s, I was more like bitching about just like life treated me wrong. And I was more bitter, I think. And now it's more like settled into just being like a person and like, okay, I understand how life works a little more and I'm not going to bitch about the little things because, I mean, I could and I do a little bit, but in the big picture, it's just, uh, you know, accepting what you have and making the best and learning from the past for That's, sure. Yeah, exactly. Taking every part of that good and bad with you. Because it's better to look, uh, not to look towards the past because those oh, usually repeat mistakes or is yeah. kind of the same. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't want to reminisce on the past. I did that for many years. My, uh, yeah, my 20s was like a... It's like a hamster wheel of bad mistakes. I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of just like digging in deeper ruts and just like kind of being like, life is doing this to me and not really taking accountability for my own actions because that's just, yeah, it's like, it's like anything. Like people, it's like an addiction too. I mean, people get addicted to drama because it ignites the same sort of like exactly. stuff as addiction, yeah. like the same sort of chemicals. And so people even, just feed off of that. Even now, it's so bad that it's even our phone. Right. Like, we're yes. so addicted that we're I'm like, so oh, I have to look at it. I have to keep looking at it. Oh, I'm scrolling. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I try not to. I will waste a full hour in the morning being like, I'm going to wake up my eyes and look at Instagram because I'm bad in the morning. Like, I just have to, like, readjust to the world. I'm like, I'm human. And you so I'll, like, there, yeah. yeah, and I'll look on my phone. And then it turns into me, like, getting up and grabbing some teas, sitting back down, still looking at it. Oh, yeah, I'll get ready soon. And it's like an hour later. I'm like, fuck, I got to get doing right. shit. You guys know what we're talking about. How many of you yeah. out there is addicted to your phone? You it's guys are just there. It's mostly just morning. I'm, I'm. That's the worst part of it. I think I'm just procrastinating on the day. But Jason, this is a podcast. We're just hanging Jason. out. I'm here with Carla Vasquez. She's a local comedian here in Albuquerque. Let's do it. Doing our stuff. This new one. Do. New comedian. We're both pretty new. We're, yeah, I think you started what like a month before me. What? When I, did you start? I do you remember the day? Uh, it should have been October first. Oh, snaps. Yeah, uh, so. yeah, yeah. I was yeah like a month and five weeks later. I was uh, November 11th. Because I remember it was 11 11. My friend Mario, even that day, he's like, You're going to do great because 11 11, if you believe in it, like numerology, yeah, is like a, a good number. like communication day. So apparently, what you communicate is supposed to be like received well. I don't know. I, I thought that's weird too. Like, uh, there's there are those times where you just look at the clocks, like, Oh shit, it's mm -hmm. 11 11. Dude, should I make a wish? Is it true or not? You, what, it's, it's not true. 137 is that my time. 137 has been my time since like high school and we bonded over the 137 stuff yeah, too but that that's pretty cool too but uh, um again i uh i watched rick and morty and that's his uh the universe that the every the rick that we know is from universe 137 c137 why have i okay so i've seen episodes but i guess i never realized that and i didn't have a way to watch all of them for a while and i'm like this because i love dan Harmon, but i was like i need to watch it from the get-go and just pay attention and i just haven't I'm going to do that. It That's what I need to do like this week is start Rick and Morty like from the get go and people will be mad and be like, you should have watched it. But yeah, especially that the planet is 137. That's like, 
gotta, yeah, that, gotta that, that universe space. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got that idea. It was just gotcha. like, well, I mean, I like Rick and I feel like we're in the same thing. So that's what I do. Yeah, I do. Sorry, I'm adjusting because no, I feel like I'm slouching and okay. doing you this. You can play with it as much as you want. <laughs> Uh, so the only <laughs> thing that's going to do is uh, make this go in and out. And this one is the one to make it go. Oh, out. I wanted it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that? Yeah, well, no, it was fine. I don't know what I'm I fixed it. I'm <laughs> that sounds like every woman, right? Just like, Wait. like, don't touch it. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Jeez, you don't even know how to do it right. <sighs> Just leave me alone. Go away in the other room for five minutes. Uh. <laughs> is that the sound? That should be. <laughs> I think that is for a lot of people. Anyways, thank you guys for joining. Uh, what is this? Grime Slime. Thank you. R-S-R-H-B-1. You here as well. He said, how many years did it take to live in all in all states? I don't know. Oh, in all the states I lived in? I guess. That's just all that the question says. Maybe it is that. Uh, I was 30. in Kansas with it like 21 years maybe. Because Kansas, like, I'd lived in all the other ones before. Like, I'd lived in New Mexico oh, before okay. and stuff. And then D.C., I lived that, I guess, when I was 20. So, 23. About that. About 23 years. So, yeah. About a while. Yeah, a lot of places. It helped, and it also made me not be able to, like, settle very well. In life, in relationships, <laughs> in places. Okay. And, like... It's just like maybe just like, yeah, we're riding the wave. Let's keep going. What's next? What am I going to do next? <laughs> yeah. But comedy weirdly has been something that like I feel like it makes me really want to like stick around and work at it. Um, it I don't feel like I'm going to be ever like pleased by it enough to move on from it. Does that make sense? Like and it's not to say that like every night I go up and afterwards I'm like, I hate myself. But every night I go up, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on this. And it like, I'm giving myself my own homework and I do it when I'm not comedy. I don't have to force. Like, it's not something that I'm like, okay, now I have to think of this joke. Like a lot of times I have, I have two notebooks in my purse and also I'll write phone notes, but like out of nowhere, I'd be like, I need to write something down and like do it. And then slowly I'll put stuff together that makes sense. Or, you know, I'll, I'll do a bit for a week and then realize two of those jokes don't work, throw them out, fit something else in there. Um, but yeah, comedy has been something that's been really cool and like kind of expanding my brain waves too. Maybe. What's, what's the best thing starting off comedy? What do you like the most about it? Mm. I mean, obviously it's fun getting up there. I've always found this a, (laughs) now that I've done it so much, is like an addiction Mm -hmm. to the laughs. For sure. Yeah, not even the... Yeah, the laughs, for sure. I like the laughs. And I always, you know, my family was good about sweeping emotions under the rug. But everybody's super funny on both sides of my family. Okay. Um, And so that was always something I'm like, okay, people respond well to this. And like, if you're sad, I'm just going to try to make you laugh. And I'm a big comedy fan in general. So I think for me, the thing that got me... I don't know. Yeah, the laughs... And also just like the energy in the room is really cool sometimes. Like when you feel like you have like a pretty good set, like that sort of energy that you get back from the audience and that like is in the room after you're like, oh, I did this. I like this. Like, you know, and it's it's like a a collective (laughs) sort of like thing. It's not me like riding this high horse. It's like me being like, oh, we were all in this together. Let's, you know, like we went through it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's the fun part of it, I think. And then also just the writing of it is fun and the putting like a puzzle together. It's like a brain puzzle of having to write a joke and then do it on stage and do it how you wrote it or riff it the way you want to. And then I guess 
being able to improvise, improvise a little bit, but then also being able to go back and like think about what you did. Cause I, I record stuff now and, and uh, be like, okay, yeah, next time I'm going to add this on or, you know, just kind of like, Try it's like a puzzle. It. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Cause uh, now that I find it too, it's so weird when you do a really good set. And then you try to replicate that exact same thing somewhere else, and it's just total nonsense. It's never the same. And it's never, I don't want to say, like, oh, it's the crowd or it's the whatever. But sometimes it's just, yeah, that energy, that night, that, like, whatever happened to go on the night that it really hit is cool. <laughs> and that's what I'll do, like, you know. And a lot of people do the same jokes for a little while, and that's you working on it and working on it. And lately I've been, like, once a week trying a different set, working on that. And later the good stuff from that will come back out, Okay, you know, I think. But right now I'm just, like... We could be like, oh, and one night I'm like, that hit in the next. I'm like, oh, why did that hit last night? I don't, oh, rethinking everything. Nobody's laughing at it this yeah. time. That's always Dude, the worst. Sorry, I have like adjusty issues. Okay, I'm good. I'm glad that you're having fun with that. I mean, <laughs> you can just do what you want. You're good. She's just like, like no, but I think I'm good. start just moving the chair up and down. Unfortunately, that chair's broken. So you Can I spin in it? Yeah, though? you can spin, but I think you're stuck in that position Dude, being nah. that high. Can't go any higher oh, yeah, than that. Oh, yeah, I hit the mic. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to do any tricks, I guess. <laughs> You're like, I was trying to like throw a backflip in here. <laughs> trying to ollie this chair right what now. What am I going to do now? Um, what's up? Um... Uh, let's see. Music wise, I mean, I mean, you're pretty versatile, right? You're not, yeah. You're not into just like one genre. It's like, hey, let's go listen to black metal. No, today even uh, my dad's really into jazz, and today I was doing Postmates, and they had like eighty nine point nine public radio or whatever, have this sweet ass jazz hour, but like with like good jazz, like yeah. some of the Marcellus family and like who else? Like while well, they had like Duke Ellington and. Uh, uh, I think Miles Davis was on there, but I love jazz a lot because my dad, but I mean, I like sad bastard indie music. I like singer songwriter music, some metal, kind of an emo kid in high school, it's definitely, but like before the emo turn, like Black Parade, no no offense to my com- chemical romance, but I think I was just a little bit older than that. So it was You're more like, like <laughs> I didn't wear like that as much black then than I do, <laughs> as I do now. Um, I was just wearing like a lot of Goodwill stuff old man golfing pants with like flip-flops or chuck taylor's i don't know that's better than me like for my high school <laughs> i wore a lot of trip pants remember those oh dude yeah like the juggalo wear yeah it was so dumb I was like, did you get caught on a lot of stuff no, like <laughs> i don't think i did i don't think i i don't think i moved around as much as i thought i did I feel like i even get like my belt loops accidentally like <laughs> hooked onto like doorknobs like so, yeah. i could only imagine if it was like a whole Five cha- I got five Fucking chains. Smorgasbord of five, chains. <laughs> five chains on one leg, guys. Uh, that's that's good times. I wish I had pictures of that shit. Dude, why not? Uh, I don't Fire? Know. It wasn't until later on. Uh, I mean, I do have pictures of like dumb stuff as a kid, but I really wish I had pictures of me wearing those pants. I don't have I need pictures. that in my life. <laughs> it was trip pants. I actually kind of dressed like you do now in high school. Really? Actually, <laughs> very similar to your like style now is how I dressed in high school. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah. So. I don't. I don't even know what style I'm going. For. I don't either. I don't. That's why I was like, I was an emo kid because of the music, I think. But I was kind of like goth. That, that yeah. was me. That was me. Yeah, you were more gothy. Yeah. I had pants. a lot of different colored hairs and haircuts. Always kind of had bangs. Though. I had so many different colored hairs last year. Even last year? Yeah. Like, Rainbow bright style? If you start going through the podcast, like seeing the episodes, yeah. you see a bunch of different hair I, colors. I thought it went back pretty far. I've yeah. watched some of them. Yeah. Blue, blonde, pink, white. Whole head or just Whole street? head. Whole head. Did you fry your hair? 
No, I was pretty good at taking care of it. Like, you know, I'm proud of nutrients and shit like that. <laughs> uh, this tragic event happened where I actually found out that I was diagnosed with alopecia. <laughs> don't laugh. You did not. <laughs> yeah, I did. So I, I don't mean to laugh, but it seemed like a setup for something. <laughs> I have alopecia. My heart is with you. Okay. So Seriously. I have I have alopecia, and after that, I kind of stopped dyeing my hair because I had like two pretty bad bald spots, and everybody fucking kept saying like, "You do it because you keep frying your hair." Oh. So they kept throwing that at me. So I stopped for a little bit. Uh, the alopecia has been clearing up now. It's growing back in those spots that kind of have gone bald. But it's it's weird. I have so many questions. Start. Go ahead. I'll answer them as best I'm gonna as I do can. Do them backwards. How do you cure alopecia? Alopecia is kind of just like it happens. It's just you, you can't really cure it. They say you can do a few things. There are like Rogaine. Oh, so it's always a... It's always a part of you, but it's going to show up here and there and might clear up for yeah. a bit, yeah. hopefully forever, maybe. Yeah. But I know it can also be like centralized in certain places in your body. Like some people are just like completely hairless. Yeah, that's like universal alopecia. Right. Yeah. And then some people could just be patches or some people's just like their arms yeah. can't grow hair or something. So I'm just I'm, maybe ha- I'm having that problem just on my head. Interesting. Yeah. Dead hair follicles that are just dying up there. But interesting they've re- regrown uh they gave me the option to throw steroids in my hair like you know they'll just like inject it but i was like no i'll just try to i'll do like natural things so i've been taking like uh creatine mm-hmm. and uh some i forgot what vitamin it is but for hair and nails and shit like that yeah. just been taking shit like that natural stuff's good so i've been doing that but i want to go back to the hair dyeing again so i'm probably gonna do that here soon but then I feel like I'm getting too old for that now. I hear you. I kind of stopped. It. I, actually, this is the first time I've seen my real hair color in like... Quite a while. Since I was like 16, I started growing out like two and a half years ago. And I was like, oh, what, what color is it now? Because yeah, since 16, it was just different colors. A lot of black hair with like streaks or something, color streaks. But It's always the fun. Maybe just throw like streaks in, like a big ass like chunk. I've always been that whole fan of like having just one... Mm-hmm. One street. I used to do like one right here, blonde, just like big one, and then one like underneath hidden. But I've never had my hair that long. But it's long enough now to do a streak and it still look cool. Yeah. Like just do one like up in front, like stripe it out. You hear this guy's hairstyling advice from Carla? I am a beauty school dropout. Really? I went. I love that song. That song is so amazing. <laughs> I went not once, but thrice to beauty school. No. Okay, not because I wasn't good, because I kept moving places. And then, or I'd go two months and be like, no, nah, this isn't for me anymore. But I still do hair on it. Like, I like doing, I got all the education. I did hair before, but I just didn't want to like, I realized on the third try, I was like two months from graduating. I was like, this isn't for me. I'm just not good at like upselling like vanity. Oh, like you know, you like, need like this shampoo. yeah, like you need this. I can't do. It. I just want to make, make people feel good. So like, I still do my own hair and like friends' hair and stuff. But like, no, I'm also a massage therapist, dropout, possibly on hiatus. We'll see. You know, student loans when you oh, go to when you go to cosmetology school three times, the student loans they just build up, but not like going to real college. So I can't complain. No, that's that's. I have a joke where I kind of want to be like they open so much college, open up, open so many opportunities like that. But I mean, it kind of makes sense because <laughs> same thing here. I would mm-hmm. go to school, but then I end up paying more for it. And I'm just like, God damn it. I barely make enough to live here. Exactly. And then what am I going to do with this? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just waiting for the day that school or anything educational wise becomes free. 
Which it, it technically it, is. It's going to here. It is. It passed the bill. Did you not hear that New Mexico is going to be the first state? I don't know all the details of when it starts, but it got passed that it's going to be the first state to like uh, give residents free tuition. So you still have to, I think, pay for books, housing, whatever. But even like older people, like we could go to college for free, essentially. Yeah. If we've been, I think, residents for a second. And you've, I think we've both been here for a minute. Oh, yeah, I've never left. I'm scared to leave. <laughs> I'm too scared to never leave. Not, but I was born here, bitches. I mean, I'm not scared to leave, but it's just like, now that I've been here for so long, I'm just like, fuck, what if I leave and I don't make it? No. I hear you. I mean, it's I wish I was like, like you. Anyway. If I was moving all the time as I was a kid, I would fucking left. I'd be like, <laughs> I would be in Los Angeles right now trying to be on Kill Tony. Oh. Dude, oh, wait, going back to that, but Los Angeles, I see, I get, because I grew up in national parks in the middle of nowhere, I also get, like, city claustrophobia, like, it's too big, I can't, if I can't leave the city to see nature within 15 minutes, it's too much, it's panicky, so, like, LA, I've been there, it's fine, it's cool, I have family there, I visit, it's awesome, but I wouldn't want to live there, maybe outside of it, but then it's so far to get in but you know what i mean so here's perfect but kill tony dude <laughs> we bonded on this to begin with royal uh recently watched his first episode of kill tony and then he was like starting to talk to me he's like man i don't know i think i i want to do this blah, blah blah i was like dude me and and i think i told you before me and my friend mario uh shout out to him again we want we've been fans of it uh for a minute the show and uh we were talking about it in the fall going and I think we we're both having heart troubles or whatever. And but we think about going in end of March or early April to LA and like for like in a forty hour, thirty eight hour trip, just go that day on a Monday, sign up, throw our names in, do it, camp on the beach possibly if it's nice okay, weather, so and there, drive back the next morning. There there's the first problem right there, is like you what? can't expect to be called up. Exactly, but it's not that far away, and I have places to stop in the middle of that if we need to stay the night somewhere. I have so people you, in Arizona and in LA if we actually need a place to stay. I have family there, but like yeah. I'm willing to do this like every six months, go out there yeah, and just like take like a caravan of comics from here. The ideal would be here. yeah to be yeah. able to stay there for like two to three weeks. Oh, for sure, but like that kind of money, it'd be cheaper to just drive in like once a month or something. No, I'm just but, kidding, Carl. I don't know. I don't know either. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. But I want to go. I mean, if you take like five people, chances are one might. Because if it's not like the busiest night, what? They've only got like maybe 40 people through their names in. They bring up like 10 people. I don't know fractions and math that well, but. but that uh, sounds like a good chance. <laughs> you got you got the equation. Just solve it. <sighs> That's what they're going to do at Kill Tony. <sighs> but a minute, dude. A minute. Am I wrong or right? When you started actually doing <laughs> comedy, did like five minutes seems like a lot but it flies by like doing a minute like downsizing to a minute is definitely doable but it seems a way harder now that i've done like five i did one 10 minute set but like in one minute to get like good amount of laughs and have a really good set that's impressive so i'm even more impressed now with the people who do have good sets on there nice but yeah, I think it just takes that practice too. like oh. you, you kind of hear the, the jokes that you're telling. You're like, okay, this joke is good and it's really quick. And compared to another that's joke, that's going to take at least 30 seconds to set mm -hmm. up before I can actually get to the punchline. Right. Cause a lot of people waste like 15 to 20 seconds, just like be like, Oh, I'm nervous and I'm up here and whatever. And no offense to them. Cause maybe they've never done it and that's cool. But, uh, but then also, yeah, setting up a premise. So it either has to be, bunch of one-liners about one premise or just different ones or it has to be yeah you could tell a one-minute story but you have to have like six the, tags in there yeah. to like make people laugh 
within it and the end and the actual strong punchline yeah Yeah, if you're gonna keep somebody in one story for that one minute set you gotta yeah my hands i just became very aware of talking you're like let me know oh no do you see (laughs) you understand that's that's pretty cool though if royal saw his first episode it's Mm -hmm. like oh that's so cute that's cute (laughs) you're growing up bro right yeah shout out to royals because I was really into that show, too, before I even got into comedy. I was just like, fuck. Mm. This is like, this would be the ultimate first step if you can go do... Because you've seen some people, too. It's like, this is my first time yeah. doing stand-up. I'm like, what? Like, you didn't even yeah. practice before going to kill Tony? What's wrong with you? In front of real comedians in front of a live studio audience. That's crazy. At the store on the interwebs. Yeah, that's impressive. I dig it. So, how's life, Carla? It's lifey. Uh, good. You know, living downtown. Making my way downtown. <laughs> Make my way downtown later. Uh, yeah, no, living downtown. That's cool. Just doing Postmates. Kind of restructured my life. Did a lot of random jobs for a while. Did some social kind of work for a minute without a degree. Whatever. Ran some group homes for elderly and little kids. Oh. Not at the same time. Okay. Though that could be an idea. That's anyway. More um, cost efficient. <laughs> anyway, <obviously>. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I did that. And then it was like draining my soul. And, uh, you know, I don't have kids. I don't have a relationship. I don't. Not to make that like a sad thing. That's a good thing. Like I have the capacity and the ability right now to do things I want to do. And I'm like, you know, I spent a lot of times in my, a lot of time in my 20s, like wasting time being upset, upset about the world. And now I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do my life the way I want to structure it because what is reality anyway? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, doing just like postma- Postmates, other giggy stuff, giving massages, which sounds weird, but like haircuts, massages, babysitting just babysitting fucking doing whatever right now because i want to do comedy every night and be able to be on shows and maybe travel or whatever that would be the shit that's the dream right yeah uh, how do you feel now doing it so long you see people falling off and just like i thought you were serious about this oh all right yeah because people told me um if <laughs> josh is watching i remember like three weeks and i was i josh was really nice to me from the get-go and josh Fournier and he i'd message him like three weeks in or something maybe two weeks in. i was like um I don't know about this new stuff. I might try. Do you think I should stick with the old stuff? I don't know what I was doing. And he was like, oh, yeah, uh, do what you think's going to work. Maybe throw in something new and then you know, end with the good stuff that, you know, hits. I'm like, cool. Thanks for the advice. I was like, I'm loving this comedy thing and, you know, whatever. And he was, he was like, yeah, we'll see. No, <laughs> His yeah, message see. was just, we'll see. And, like, I didn't take it that personally, but I heard at the beginning, like, people were going to fall off. And who knows? I'm, I don't plan on falling off. Like, you guys are kind of stuck with me. But... Yeah, I I have seen people fall off already just in in like three months. And so it's interesting. But it is a lot bigger of a comedy scene here than I thought. That's true. I didn't think it was Um, as big as I thought it was either. Yeah, there's stuff every night here. Like sometimes three in a night. um, Four or sometimes. But we can, I don't know. We can, uh, hopefully it it grows more. Oh, for sure. Everybody come out. Come see some open mic. Come watch open mic. Or, Try open mic. Or wherever the fuck you're at, just go watch an open yes, mic. Yes, go support comedy. Yeah. Everywhere. Arizona, hell yeah. Arizona, yeah. I'm just yelling into the mic now. I'm the... Everybody. <sighs> he didn't even hit the button. You hear that? <sighs> They're just going crazy now. I did some, pretty some ASMR for you. <laughs> I don't need to hear that joke it's again. So gross. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Um, but yeah, any questions? I don't know. I'm just no, blabbing just have, so much. Yeah, it's okay. We have eight people watching, so thank you guys for watching. You guys are awesome. Hanging out. The great eight. Talking about some random Crazy stuff. Crazy eights. Um, what what else? Uh, conspiracy nut? Are you into conspiracies? A little bit, but it freaks me too much. Like way too much. Like uh, freaks me out if I get too much into anything. You know, like, like anything, like aliens. Even like I watched all the Bob Lazar stuff everywhere I could for a minute. Thank you for joining Blockchain. Hi guys, we're talking about aliens now. Aliens with on hell. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, aliens, any government stuff, any sort of like. They're listening. Ridiculous. Even like the radiation here in New Mexico and like the weird 5G stuff. Your that, mind. Yeah. The reason why we have a low population. They're like, keep away. We're trying to do like secret Steroid. scientific stuff. I sterilizing know. me with the Wi-Fi. I don't know. Everything blows my mind to a point where like it's awesome and I love learning stuff. But then I get real to like the existential crisis is like sets back in like. I'm just, I don't know. Just freaking out. Yeah, but in a good in a good way. So I delve back in here and there, you know, like. But yeah, aliens are, or, or just even like. Any conspiracies. 9-11. Oh. Automated <laughs> cars. It's what? all there. It's all, it's all conspiracies. Automated cars. Like. AI cars? Yeah. Oh yeah, those freak me out. I'm dude, even okay, who does anybody out there watching right now or do you have a car that has the automatic brakes on it? The, uh, dude, it's fucking New Mexico. Like what if a tumbleweed like crosses the road and it's just gonna like stop? You know what I mean? It like those ones that just like uh, stop for you okay. if you don't stop, even those like I'm like, you're just gonna flip over in the highway eventually. You're like, I would rather mm -mm. take out a tumbleweed no. than take out myself. You'd rather yeah. go head on to the tumbleweed. Tumbleweeds are harmless. Yeah, like <laughs> my stepmom moved here from like the Midwest, and the first time dri driving to Santa Fe alone, she called my dad on the side of the highway. There's so many tumbleweeds. Can I hit them? Am I gonna wreck? <laughs> like, yeah, just fucking blow those things over. Just let but, them pass. Yeah. What conspiracies are you into that you wanna? No, I just that's just a question. Dude, that AI is fucking me up. I've had these <laughs> apocalyptic dreams since I was younger, oh recurring my God, ones. Don't scare me like but that. But they at, like since I was probably five, and the I prophecy everybody. It's a prophecy, apocalyptic prophecy. Oh, um, what but, happens? So, so basically, it? like what's happening now, but like. I'm already probably 50 years past what's happening now in my dreams because they'll still pop in maybe like once every six months. It used to be just like all like three times a week I'd have these dreams. So I was a little kid, but it was all um, it's not anything religious. It was that like machines started becoming smarter. So AI became a thing. I didn't know what it was called when I was little. So it was like machines started being sm smarter, not like Terminator style or anything. It was more like, yeah, uh, like AI. Space Odyssey or something. Yeah. And there were some like actual AI robot things, but it was more that all the systems became linked and too smart for humans and started hating humans because it got intelligence. And then they're like, humans suck and they're ruining the world. So we're going to stop them. And then all of the technology like shuts down these dreams. And this happens over like years in my dreams, you know, every time I get a snippet of it and then like hospitals even shut down. And at this point, my dreams like, AI are performing the surgeries and stuff and they refuse to do that. They can't get medications, like no treatments. So people start dying. So it becomes also kind of epidemic, like pandemic sort of situation and people just start dying. 
And in my dream, I, like one of the last ones was like, I had this truck that was a standard transmission, which I have now, um, but my truck in there is red in my dreams. Anyway, but a standard <laughs> transmission truck because all most of the cars in these dreams were ran by like computers of some sort and they wouldn't work. So people like were stuck where they were and just dying. But I had a standard transmission truck and was like picking up people and taking them to like underground red, rail, railroad situation, but <laughs> for like, humans. Hey guys, yeah. let's do this. But yeah, we were trying to do that. But yeah, it's kind of like now with all these like AI becoming smart and then people oh and there was some like singularity in these dreams too as people sort of merging mm -hmm, with them. That creeps me out too. How though? I think that's amazing. I think it's amazing but I think it's all gonna go too far just like like too much of a good thing turns bad real quick and like I mean you've I've listened to podcasts like Elon Musk I know you've watched it on him you're a fan I'm a fan of his too but even like on the Joe Rogan thing he was talking about I was like you know, we didn't have seatbelts for 10 years in cars and a bunch of people died. Like, he's like, we don't have 10 years to keep AI from progressing faster. Like, we have to put laws on this because, like, people are going to fucking be annihilated. I don't know. I, I guess it's just understanding the, the aspect of speed and stuff like that, too, because that's where I have that stupid joke where I'm just like, oh, you guys wear a <laughs> yeah. seatbelt at 150, but you guys will take a yeah. shit going 400. And Alan kind of put this into perspective, too. It's like, if you're in a plane and you're running in, on the plane, you're technically going faster than the plane. So you're going over oh, right. 400 right. miles yeah. an hour. But yet it doesn't feel like you need the protection of having like a seatbelt mm -hmm. or anything like that so in that mm -hmm. instance i don't know if like why elon musk would think that like ai in a certain sense can take us over or would do it because i'm a, i'm a bit advocate i want to be implanted with a computer chip right now like i'm on the fence i'm not totally against it. if everybody's doing it, i'm gonna do it but it's also don't gonna, be that person but <laughs> not like jumping on the train but if it's like but here's the other thing is the problem with it is it's gonna become a bigger class uh, separation, I guess, between like the rich and the poor, because who's going to be able to do this? The rich people at first, especially to be able to like put chips in their brain and all of that and be able to be heightened as humans, basically, you know, like X-Men at this point or something. But then what the poor people then are less like, you know, they're too human. Who knows? If, who knows? Who, but, but what if, like, being enlightened as a poor person makes you realize you should have been rich in the first place? Okay, so, like... <laughs> I'm sure everybody would love to be rich, I don't know. <laughs> okay, see, but that's what I'm saying, though, is that, like, you need this computer chip to understand what knowledge and understanding oh. of life is. Oh, so we're talking about unlocking, like, different parts of our brain that we can use? Yeah, not even just different parts of our brain, because, like, okay, as you're growing up, you start to learn that, like, okay, the things you do actually help you in life with little aspects aspects like okay if i learn how to tie my shoe i'll sure. i could tie my shoe and i won't fall blah 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 going with through that and becoming poor and homeless obviously your life path fucked up somewhere or something didn't align correctly where a rich person had their life path in a certain way that allowed them to be rich and i'm only basing most of this off of knowledge so if you know more <laughs> Okay, maybe rich oh, people are stupid, but I'm not saying they're stupid. I'm not saying being rich is bad. I'm just saying they're stupid. <laughs> some people aren't given all of the tools, whether it's economically, whether it's genetically, whether it's you know within their own ecosystem in their own house in their own like 
living situations aren't given enough tools to actually. So are you saying that if that's people not wanting to do it though, that's people being lazy not to find out the souls. Like what's not saying. No, me I hear and, you. Yeah, that's like, that's like I, what's not saying me and you can go open a garage right now and every car oh, repair for sure. we do can be learned off of the internet. I'm talking. I'm not trying to like vouch for these people. I'm just saying that does happen. I study a lot of trauma and stuff with when I did like foster care and things. Yeah. But like I also do believe in like you know make your own reality for sure. And I'm it's not even like a class, but I'm just saying it's gonna create a separation. Things just like how you know racism separates like people is going to separate people whether they have a chip in their head or they're human you think people want something to fight about at all times but dude. i think if at all times okay so okay here's the example you're of, different and uh, you're bad like okay. that's uh, that's humans are, are we going to try to fight with each other if we were on a psilocybin trip no i'm not fighting with you no, no we're, i know i know i know i know but that's this is an oh, example no dude psilocybin so, so what happens so what happens if that chip is an enlightening oh, process dude, i get for what everybody. you're saying okay i get what you're saying so you're talking about not um see the chips i'm talking about is just being like you know power or whatever but you're talking about like a unleashing to, um, shit in your brain that makes you like actually superhuman enlightened not just like able to see gps in your brain yeah so you yeah can, got you i i'm on the page with yeah, you now you i get you feelings better for you sure understand dude everything. oh i'm all about unleashing the brain i remember watching what was that fucking movie with scarlett johansson oh, oh that stupid uh, uh lucky lucy yeah, I actually kind of liked it because my sister was an evolutionary psychologist in college, so I learned a lot about psychology and just evolution in general. But in that, they talked about a lot. It wasn't the best like action movie, but I liked the evolution talk. But there's this one scene where like she's like fully and whatever, and she calls her mom, and her mom's like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "I feel everything." Like to she was just so like her brain was so unlocked, like she could feel everything. I even saw something recently, like, "Oh yeah, our ears are built," you know to hear these sounds, whatever, but like other animals can hear other stuff. Like our eyes can't see a lot of shit that's going on right yeah. now. Like there's so many different colors. We probably can't see Not microbes. Like there's st stuff yeah. going on, right? A whole other universe is the dark matter freaks me out too, dude. Dark matter and like space and all time and actual outer space, like all that. Like I like to learn about it, but it trips me out. Like excitingly. <laughs> like, love, yeah. Same, dark matter is rad. I love that shit. Cause it's just like, God, I don't know anything about my life. Like I don't know nothing about what I live in, what this world is. Yeah. It just blows me away. They're just like, Hey, did you know that there are more stars in the sky than <laughs> grains of sand? I'm like, what? Why did you tell me that? And then <laughs> it's even worse. when they're like, well, did you know that there's more atoms in your body than there are stars in the sky i'm like what the Dude. fuck like so you're literally saying that my body is literally a whole universe exactly and that that blows me That's away what they're trying to teach you in the bible i'm just kidding i don't know read the bible i haven't read the bible no they teach me that <laughs> but no, it took for real, moses 40 years even on our eyeballs there's like shit going on there's like a whole like yeah you've seen those stupid things that what are, bacteria universe and stuff whatever they're called what is that <gasps> stupid thing that always falls on your eye and then you move away and then it's there all the like time like the floaters yeah I yeah it's like really like inner inner eye shit but yeah like those are like stuck with you forever. But yeah. That's the, microbes in your face. Probably. It's probably like worms in your eyes. Cool. I'm dying and I don't care. We're all dying. <laughs> There's worms inside me. Right. Uh, this uh, old uh, like Rastafari guy once told me he's just like, we're all dying at a different pace. <laughs> I'm just like, I get it. I mean, it's, I get it. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say to that, dude. Thank, thank you for the knowledge, Kenz. <laughs> it made it feel like he's just like telling me that my, I'm wasting my life or something. Mm. He's just like, yeah, we all die at a different pace. <laughs> See, 
that's the problem with knowing too much and like like they say people who are um woke <laughs> yeah being too woke is bad like my cousin's like i learned a lot a lot about stuff but uh I have to focus on my own life and be somewhat self-absorbed or else I'm just going to get carried away with like the magnitude of like everything. <laughs> just I, be like, ah, like, you know, and I feel that way too. Like, it's just, it freaks me out. And I have to be like, okay, no, I'm, I'm a human and I'm me and I still have to operate in this. I don't know. It's, like, it's trippy. It's, it's so trippy. Yeah. Like even this out. world in, in general is trippy. There's a world under the us that we don't know anything about. There's, Space, us. space. There's other versions of us doing this podcast right now. Oh yeah, the multiverse. But thing. I'm hosting, and or, or there's another. There's another version where I'm just a chick and you're a dude. Exactly. There's two chicks. You're still on hell, and I'm Carl. There's no mics. We're just talking. No, we're just nothing. having a conversation. Yeah, because, nobody's watching us because conversations are still valued in that place. And that's fucking true because the probability of infinite is just mind blowing. Yeah, the splitting of things yeah that stuff freaks me out even making decisions like i have a lot of anxiety and they're like am i doing the right thing right now like even little things like okay should i go to the store first or should i get gas first or should i like it it's gotten better but those little things plague me and it's gotten worse when I, for a while when i was like okay but if i go this way it can change my whole life forever like that sliding doors sort you'll of never thing. know it's bad now i'm trying to just be like carla shut up and just do something whatever just like happens, fucking happens. Do. Yeah. more live in the moment yeah aspect. yeah exactly trying to be definitely more present and mindful done enough therapy where i'm like gotta, gotta be mindful i get to get anything out of this yeah uh, i live by the river so i can just go like look at the river and then send notes to my family in mexico down there just kidding they'll, no. they'll get it eventually <laughs> yeah eventually and then you just it's the dried up spot of new mexico <laughs> yeah stay stuck there probably forever artifacts real grand yeah it's magical and weird what else is up? Do we have any anybody? Uh, did everybody leave us? We have seven people. We're here. Somebody chilling, left us. Chilling. Uh, Johnny, I appreciate the seven. Incaholic said, "Who do you got on the podcast this time?" Carla Vasquez. Everybody. Carla Vasquez. Carla with the C. She's a local comedian here in Albuquerque. Uh, I want to smoke some weed with both of you. If uh i'm high as fuck and very i think i'm not reading that right but yeah are you high getting high and very do I you need, have you don't have any right here though, no huh? i i think I, I think i need to stop smoking on the podcast so that i can start posting them on facebook oh you can't do that anymore huh not or youtube facebook. youtube is I can. youtube you can? you can yeah but you have Hi, YouTube. to shout out to youtube because <laughs> that's where we're at right now and right. I, I have to be able to put the taglines that it's not for little kids and you have to be 18 and over to watch this oh and then that totally then, whatever can we even talk about it though yeah, we can talk about it. Okay. Weed's the shit. <laughs> it is. I'm uh, a big supporter. Weed, weed activists. Um, I like weed. I remember mm -hmm. smoking weed. My first time smoking weed, I think I was probably like 13. It's pretty wow, young. Wow, that was young. My grandpa gave it to me. We went to go get wood one morning, mm -hmm. and he was just like all... Hey, Hito, do you guys want some of this? <laughs> and I was just like, sure, what is it? And he's like, it's a Mexican burrito. Oh, it's a Mexican burrito. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, we kind of already knew what it was because my mom smoked already, oh, but she didn't yeah. smoke in front of us. So right. we kind of already Secret knew. Smoker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then after that, uh, uh, we're like, he's like, it doesn't get you. It doesn't fill you up. It makes you hungry. 
So it makes you want to eat food. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So we smoked it, me and my little brother. Little and we scientists were scientists, I know. <laughs> high as fuck. Like when we, were, we got back to the house, my mom was so pissed at my grandpa. She's just like, what did you do? I know they're high. I can tell. And we're just laughing our ass off. But then like, what, maybe like a month later, we just end up smoking with my mom because like she smoked already. So it's just like, oh, well, you guys are already smoking. So well, I guess just do it around me. Then. No, might as well. Do you guys? Here's here you go. So it was actually quite I feel like that was actually not so bad because it kind of introduced me to the drug in like a more household yeah, environment. Yeah, for sure. It wasn't like your little friends showing you, you guys being like, Let's, let's go hide in the back. To, yeah. And, be, and it didn't probably at first create too much of a paranoia within yeah. you because I think that's like what they talk about in like paranoia at least i don't get paranoid when i smoke weed no no but like I used people to, but yeah I and it was like more like the cops and like my parents and yeah, like yeah, yeah. but i didn't smoke until i was like 28 really well okay i first time i tried i was like 18 i think okay didn't do anything and then i tried maybe a year later at 19 and all my friends it wasn't that i wasn't around it i was just like i already felt like i operated in a high brain and people would tell me that and <laughs> so they're like you don't need to smoke and i'm like all right i guess i'll wait um but yeah i was around it and then yeah maybe 18 19 tried it didn't do it again in kansas it's not it wasn't that popular weirdly enough and it wasn't that great either. and it was very bad yeah. because like the third time i smoked i was probably like 24 or something and my roommate like left new bowl she was like here i think i was going through a breakup or something <laughs> i don't know like smoke and i was like sure. i watched some show and i was like i'm inside the television i can't get like high like that anymore it's yeah it's worn off but uh yeah so that was 24 and then i didn't really smoke until i think maybe i moved to tucson i think it was when not to get sad but uh like whatever 2012 ish was my mom was like you know terminally sick and she was getting uh, my cousins were bringing her weed from LA like she was in California but they were bringing uh, her because they had her cards it wasn't like it was rec it wasn't recreational at the time in LA it was medical it was medical so they were bringing her stuff to try and she had never smoked weed in her life blah blah, blah. they're like we'd just be comfortable with the she liked the edibles but everything else she was like maybe you should try this and I was like maybe I will so me and my mom would like get high and watch like movies and stuff nice. so that was a really cool way to but yeah I did I probably should have started smoking weed <laughs> younger because it helped me a lot um, I was on some psych drugs off and on from my teens and 20s throughout that and things. And uh, once I started smoking weed, like That's it. the pill pills went away and the pain pill abuse went away and the alcohol abuse went away. And That's I just it. like was like, weed's my jam, dude. The insomnia and the pain went away. And I was like, well, insomnia kind of, but then you just wake up and smoke more. <laughs> That's always the best, too, because I feel like starting so young i probably didn't need all the medications that my friends needed because you know they're on prozac i believe and like that adderall and all this yeah. shit and i'm just like well damn that's crazy yeah for sure i'll just smoke weed and try not to think about shit anymore or like it's it's, it's more true. of a relaxant uh i remember like i do is the stupid joe rogan thing sober october oh nice so i don't smoke all of october but i do Dude, feel nice. a little bit of a difference though i'm just like i'm a little bit more irritable i'm just like oh well man don't bug me mm -hmm. it, it's so weird how that can trans like it makes me feel different it does i think yeah we definitely takes away like the yeah, skin Fuck crawling you guys. i don't think it's addiction it's made me a better person i think a more productive person a nicer person uh more in the moment person a less anxious person because i hate those people that say um, like oh i get so lazy i'm just like dude nah, that's not me i've dude, never i can't i wake and bake and like it's an all-day thing and not that i'm just like Ugh. but i do smoke a lot but i can do like everything it makes me actually more productive if i don't smoke in the morning i'm just like i'm gonna lay in bed lazy all day and stare at the ceiling right <laughs> but yeah 
Um, no, no. Good week talks. What else? How much time have we been on now? Hour and no two way. minutes. Okay. <clears throat> I know you want to hit the kind of, but are you done? No, we still have. You're like, like I guess. <laughs> um, I I still have like two segments to do. Um, what we do. <gasps> oh yeah. Uh, so one of them is uh, <clears throat> it's it's actually not that great. It's just something funny to do. <laughs> Uh, what I do now is I actually just Google your name. Oh, sweet! And we find out what pictures come up as Carla Vasquez. Sweet. So have you uh, have you ever Googled your name? I'm no. No. I don't think so. I, I might my old Facebook might be on there because I deactivated, but I never got rid of it. No, this is not you at all. <laughs> is it like a porn star? Oh God, none of these are you at all. But anyways, this is the, <laughs> this is what happens when you Google Carla Vasquez. Whoa! A bunch of pictures of random people. Yeah, just randomness. I don't have that popular of a... Carla's not the most popular name. It sounds popular, but it's not. Why is there a picture of <laughs> Titanic? Okay, Carla Vasquez, perfect Spanish version. Do you think that's what they call Rose in the movie? Like, <laughs> Carla. Carla. <laughs> Déjame pintarte. Ándale, <laughs> Carla. Aquí están mis tetas. Píntalos. Dame más. But yeah, um, so yeah, this is the segment, Google Yourself. There's like dudes, there's a dog. I hope that Titanic is said the perfect Spanish version. I hope some lady named Carla Vasquez like dubbed the whole thing in Spanish, but did all the voices. It's on YouTube. Was- Kevin y Carla. Kevin y Carla. <laughs> well, Kevin is the whitest name. Why is that in Let's there? find out. Let's see what this does. <laughs> Kevin y Carla. Shout out if your name's Kevin. Right, this goes out to uh, who is this made by? I'm trying to find out. Uh, Credos Mix. Mm, it's my homie. So low. Is it long? Is it the whole movie? No, it's the four minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it's not one of those stupid. Yeah, encontré Wait, is it all? Oh, yeah. it's all just the yeah, words. There's no it, sound. Yeah. Who would actually watch this though? Uh, oh, letras! Oh, I see now. It just says uh, letras. One hundred and sixty-four people have seen this already. So there's some Dude, people out there. I better get more views on this event <laughs> in the next ten years. I want more than one hundred sixty-eight views because that bullshit got one hundred sixty-eight. And this is tell up. your friends. Uh, tell your friends <laughs> to watch this fucking video. <laughs> this has been up since two uh, thousand eighteen, December twenty-ninth. That's way too soon to have that many views for that video you said 2018 2018 that movie came out like 20 years ago (laughs) no even longer i was like 12 has two likes oh that was 20 years ago 13 yeah two two likes (laughs) you should like it too (laughs) i should subscribe to that dude you'd probably be super happy i'm down uh, Johnny Inkaholic said i've been smoking since i was 11 or 12 i'm 35 now Good, good job. Hell yeah. Uh, he's like, talk about weed as I roll another J. Ah, uh, smoke, smoke it nice. For smoke me. weed every day. Smoke and he weed. said, I'm the same way. I got to wake and bake too. Yeah, it's gets me started. A, it's just like a routine Puts now. me to bed too. Same strain can wake me up and put me to bed. That's weird. But did you know? Well, do you dream when you're asleep? I hardcore. Dude, I still have dreams like that. But sometimes, like I wake up still. Even my therapist was like, you <coughs> pro- you might. She's kind of fun though. Whatever. But she's like, I don't know. There's these souls that will escape their body during sleep and then have to re-return. And they've been to other realms or something that she's she was studying. I mean, she wasn't saying it was real. But she even said in Native American 
uh, culture, there's like, sorry if I'm not doing this right, but there's like dream walkers and stuff. But anyway, I have such real dreams that I wake up and I'm like, (gasps) like I have to re-remember who I am. Or sometimes in my dream, I'll be like sitting there like talking to someone and be like, hey, that's cool. Like, uh, sorry, I got to go. I got to wake up now. And I'll like wake up in my dream, like wake up in real life. And like I can kind of lucid dream and sort of control things. And I have a lot of like, not like future telling well i've had some dreams where like they come true and what are you the simpsons i don't know i have a median in my family and like both sides of my family have some weird like i had an exorcist on the other side the only female that was like allowed to perform exorcisms in mexico at one point but you're not that religious though right (laughs) no but like the medium stuff i mean i think that was just even my like great grandfather i think was said to be like a sheep herder in texas like on the border in marfa and like he would talk to the spirits out on the whatever with the sheep out there and he'd be alone on day he's like i'm never alone with them or something like that along those lines but uh a cousin on that side now has like helped solve like investigations and stuff based on like people coming to her in her dreams and things or whatever yeah so i don't know i don't know if i have that in me for sure but you know it's been foretold by no curandera actually told me i was special and that if i wanted to i could harness some powers i don't know guys Maybe 2020 is where I harness my powers. Why not? 2020 is the year. Wow. Weird shit's happening all the time. Why not? Or like a full-time bruja. Jeez. I'm just like freaked out now. You know, you're <laughs> like this. You're I'm like, looking through. That's why I got these weird ass eyes. I'm just like seeing it's through. It's like no, this spiritual <laughs> person that I can't even comprehend. I'm just like, Jesus. <laughs> But I'm not like a, I'm not like religious. So I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Spiritual. Yeah. I feel like every, like I could have my eyes closed and somebody like silently walk in the room and I like know somebody's near me or my friend Mario all the time. I think I've been around him long enough where like he'll tell me he's coming over soon, but I can physically like, I don't even hear him. I can know when he's walking up to my door. I'll be like, I think Mario's here and he'll like, sure enough, be knocking. Like I just can sense his being being close to me, I guess. Maybe. No, is that weird? You're no. supposed to be. If, if you if you can do all this, <laughs> we should be doing tests on you right now. Do it, dude. When I was a kid, I was tested with all some sorts of like gifted bullshit, just like memories and stuff like that. But I was like supposed to be like something special. I think. Yeah. And my mom even was like, "We have weird eyes, but also you're X Men because you have all these." But I think honestly, it's because I had meningitis as a child. I was supposed to die. I was left deaf, dumb, and blind. They were like, "Here's your vegetable, child. Go home now." And I was like two, and then I survived that, and my hearing and everything started coming back i'm still a little bit weird on some stuff and like my balance is off but i think also that creates or does create white white matter in your head like lesions like scar tissue and that can like push i've read things that can push on other parts of your brain to like unlock shit like that like like weird heightened enlightened things read studies but i really did get mris and i do have spots in my brain like Okay. scars and shit but, uh, but yeah i don't know i'm not saying test crazy. me I'm test saying me every week come crazy. do a test i'll just like move shit every week with my mind or i'll uh or i'll just it? read your mind i just like that board you know i I turn it around and you try to guess what it is i'll do i'll, I'll try to do that do it. Or i have another segment here we'll do in a bit it's kind of like that psychological test you know rapid fire yeah yeah so right. that's <clears throat> that's kind of like the same thing because it's the first thing that you say. You, it's just the first thing that pops on the top of your head. Okay. This is because I did it. Okay, I'm ready right. for my rapids. Here we go. Everybody, this is rapid fire. We got 25 words here. 25 words. First word or phrase? It's just a word. One word. These are all just words. Mm-hmm. And you just say the first thing that pops in your head. The very first thing. Okay. Right away. This is rapid fire. Are you ready, Carla? I'm ready for rapid fire. Yeah. Fiber. Fiber. <laughs> Rubber fire me. Try not to stumble. 
first word. And then I'm just going to say them all after this. Pizza. Toppings. Island. Scary. Music. Love. Black. Guys. Trippy. Mushrooms. Fast. Cars. Animal. Hippos. Space. Time continuum. Maze. The Shining. Army. Scary. Drugs. Good. Air. Necessary. <laughs> Pendulum. Witchcraft. Native American. Oh, good souls. I don't know. Scar. Face. School. Terrifying. Magic. Sweet. Computer. Robot. Superhero. Good guy. Comedy. Love. Bleach. <laughs> I think of drinking. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. Fame. Glory. Ham water. Breakfast. Muse me. Televisuals. And that's 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 pretty much rapid fire, everybody. That was weirdly like got my blood pumping. <laughs> it makes you think you're just like holy shit. Yeah, I woke up it like um Did you say guys for black? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's the first one. I've never heard that one. Sorry. It's okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's the beauty of this. So Through my brains. <laughs> everybody that I've had on the show has done this same list. Uh, what I'm going to do is make a compilation video. Sweet. So everyone's answer will be right after each other. So you'll you'll get to see like, <laughs> oh, why the hell did Carla say this? And then all of a sudden, oh, dang, why did Alex say this? And, and the next person. I like that. That's so a great idea. Should be pretty fun. <laughs> hell yeah. Carla. Yeah. We've been here for an hour and 20 or an hour and 12 minutes. That's it? Yeah. That's it for the segments? You can be done with me too if you want. That's usually how I end is with that segment. <sighs> You've been here for this many minutes. We should have talked a little bit longer before we did that segment. Oh, we have to end it now. That's how I feel. Can we that. end it at least on an odd number because I don't like even numbers? Yeah, we'll end on the odd number. It's thir- It's 12 right now, so we got a couple more seconds. Uh, you want to give any plugs oh, out? Oh, yes. Where um, can they find you? Uh, open mics all week, Sunday. Okay, February 21st, I will be at Thirsty Eye doing Bit Bandits. <laughs> um, yes, and then the following week, I think they're both Fridays. 21st Friday, 28th Friday, I'll be at Kill Check doing Six Sons uh, Ultimate Comedy Fight. Um, and then you can see me in April 27th on a Monday at Zinc Cellar, which you've done that show, Ro- Royals Comedy Palace. Yes. Those are my current dates. Uh, yeah. Carla, thanks for coming on. Thank you, Angel. This was fun. Thanks, guys, for watching and the future watchers. Yeah, we totally got to totally do watching. this again. Hell yeah. Have me back. More often. Do we say bye? Why is this thing not playing? <sighs> oh, it is playing. It's Thank you, playing. Madison Square Garden. <sighs> Take it easy, everybody. Peace. Thank you for watching. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bye, my